0: Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. Our mission is to bring bite-sized nuggets of information to be digested as you please. Take a quick bite or stay for the whole party. Pleasure being the main component of our mission. We will also bring other humans into our space to share their magical brew with us all. Love, service, and wisdom is what we are bringing to the table. Join us in our magical kitchen for what is being served is for your highest good.
1: Welcome back to Bites of Light with Seth and, and Angel. And uh, we are here today to talk about something that we've kind of been uh, dreaming into and and the realization that's kind of coming for both of us over the last few years and it's it's the idea of of people seeking out that that one guru that one person that has all the answers to what ails them and basically the folly the folly in that so in in our journeys and and i'll let you speak to this uh, let you speak to this point we we get this idea that that one person has the answers right and i think this comes from childhood when we when we come out and we we come out and we look to our parents like you are supposed to have all the answers and that's probably the first folly that we step into in in this life on this planet is expecting them to know everything that is best and serves us highest but we don't know any better so that kind of starts us on this path of then having to unlearn all the things that we've learned and as we as we we grow and we develop all of our own beliefs and our own blocks and have our own traumatic experiences. Then we we start developing all these things now that we need to unpack and un, unload and set down. And we, and we go to look for that person. We start this idea that there's one, this one person that if we find them, they have all the answers to get us from, from where we're at to like ascension to ascending beyond. And and I also I also think that it comes from a, a time and place on this planet where that kind of was the model during the the last five hundred years. Um, it was a a darker time mm. dominated by the the masculine energies, and it's and it went kind of in a a darker place, and there wasn't as much light everywhere. And the, the universe placed these these gems, you know, the, that are that are some are still here today, like you know, the Dalai Lama and, and and these cultures where there was this need for at the very least just that one beacon of light for for people who are looking to find it. And now, as we enter into, as as the Peruvians say, that the new pachakuti, this new era, this next five hundred year span. It's a different. The world is different. We've transitioned uh, astrologically, and I only barely know the surface of that stuff. But you know, we there's been a, an astrological transition to go along with this belief, and that you know that uh, that is that is taught in the Andean culture that we're going into this next 500 year period of feminine energy, and things are transitioning, and you see it all around us. Like that's why the world's in turmoil. The it's the extinction burst of. The masculine power that has that has abused their power and use it and used it to subjugate everyone else to the, you know, to the detriment of everyone else, they have built their, their their thrones and their kingdoms. And it's a house of cards. And in this new era, as as we're moving into this feminine energy dominant era, and children are being born every day with more and more awareness of their light right? We all have that light. We have since the beginning of time, but the awareness of that light is, is more at the surface for this generation that's coming. And each subsequent generation, because the energy on the planet is elevating. So they're coming in at this. They're not coming from here where they started 50 years ago to rise up to that. They're coming in here and the rest of us got to play catch up or get left behind. But in that, it's it's kind of shifted from where we're not We're not looking for that one beacon of light the light has grown enough that it's now a community of light if we choose to make it that if we if we quit saying these are my teachings those are your teachings i don't like what you're teaching and these are my people that i teach so if you're not if you're one of my people you have to stay here with me and and do all of your learning and growing here versus The idea that I just know what I know, and this is experiential knowledge, right? This is what I'm talking about when I say no. Things I have experienced and, and embodied in my soul, the things I have had the opportunity to, sometimes through suffering and sometimes through not, not through suffering, just awarenesses that come in, but mostly it's through the experiences that we have, that we find ourselves in, and then we... We climb out of those to elevate ourselves. And in that is so much amazing knowledge and truth that comes in that we can share with others who may be going through those same things and give them the opportunity to rise out of that quicker and and with less pain and suffering than we had to. And that is a great gift. That is the greatest gift that we can give is to, to help to just be there when they're ready not to force it on them, but to be there when they're ready. And then once we've done that, once we've lifted them up, that may be all we're there to do in their life. Like as a, as a teacher and a healer, what I have to offer somebody only will only get them to where I can, where I've experienced and what I know, the ex, that experiential knowledge that I have. And of course, mine is always growing too. So it changes over time, but that, you know, but that being said, I, I have this piece to offer them, but that doesn't mean I have everything to offer them. So I get them there and then I go, okay, that's what I, that's what I have for you. Now you get to go and find, to open yourself up to what else is possible, to what else is there for you. Just if we set that intent as students that bring me the teachers that I need today, in this moment, in the now. And if we set the intention as as healers and guides and shamans to say, bring me the people that are ready for what I have to share and without attachment to whether how long they stay, who shows up, whatever it is, now we are as a community of healers. we We are casting this net of light that is no longer a beacon that might be hard to see from over here, right? Like, because of culture, there was a number of gurus in East India, in the East, you know, the East Indian culture, there was this large number of gurus, you know, in in my perception, but from way over here in the West, we, we didn't really have access to that. We couldn't see that very easily. So as we spread that net, we can cast a much wider light, not a shadow. We're not casting a shadow net; we're casting a net of light that will light the path for more people quicker. And you have a lot of experience with this in in you know past life, and even on your journey yeah. into into knowing spirit and and becoming familiar with the truth of who you are.
0: Yeah. Um, my past life on this planet was, um, in the high performance gymnastics community. And, you know, when you are working with athletes, um, or, 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 any type of human, you have a bag, you, you have what the shamans would call a medicine bag, um, of tools to help this, this athlete perform what they came to perform. And that is the key. What their intent is as healers, that is where you match and meet them at. It doesn't, if your missions are aligned, then you can help. They have asked for your help. And once your tool bag is exhausted, you are then at choice as to either pass them on or give them give them other options or resources. It is not your job to subjugate them and keep them there. And we see that we see it in the sporting community and, and, you know, we see it in the spiritual community as well. And these are some of the things that we would like to transmute and help people understand that just like in relationship, one person cannot give you everything that, that you are looking for enrichment in your life. Obviously you, you have to be the love of your life first to have healthy relationships and Once you start building community, attaching to one and expecting them to give you all that you need is not healthy. And so, as teachers, to understand that it's not your job to subjugate and keep them below you, um, or however, whatever is happening in your egoic mind around uh, what community looks like and what your role is for your students, this is a very important piece. And a lot of people get hooked there. And so understanding that building a community of healers that you can also network with and share information and help each other, you know, um, in the sporting community, if I had problems with one of my athletes, I would take them to another gym and have another coach assess them or help them or give them another tool and all of that kind of thing. And it's important to be able to have other people in your community that you can do that with
1: but it but it wasn't always that way right no in in, the, in absolutely the not <laughs> yeah that was a conscious choice that was that, a conscious that choice that we
0: made as a province to help each other yeah. to get to the higher levels to elevate together in community right. you know it's one thing to win provincials um it's another thing to win nationals but to get canada on the podium at the olympics it took the entire country to collaborate and do that together so you know, there comes a time when when you, when when you have exhausted your toolbox. It's okay to say to a student, you know, I've given you all that I have for you. You know, go out into the world and practice it, do your thing or find another teacher. But we don't hear that very much in the spiritual community. And I think it's something that needs to be brought into the light.
1: Yeah, you know, as as leaders, like leadership. We talk about leadership and, and that's the role we step into when we, when we step into uh, shamanism as a, as a way of, of being the example for, for others and, and healers. We are, we're stepping into leadership and the premise of leadership is not to get people to follow you, but it is to set the example and be the one who lifts others up above you. So just like they did in in the Canadian gymnastics world for trampoline, what are you doing in this community as a healer if your objective is not to raise others up as high as you possibly can without attachment to whether it's you or not you doing it? You know, if we're not raising, if I go, oh, well, I can only raise you this far, but you're my student, so you have to stay here. You are now robbing that person of the opportunity to go as high as they can and as the teacher as the shaman it's your job to show them that there's higher that there's more not to max them out because of your discomfort or your lack of personal experience let it when when and we can learn from everybody as that's the the way of the shaman is not i know you need to learn from me shamanism is the world is our teacher So I can share with you what I know and the people that are learning from me, I learn from them. It is equal energy. As they are growing, they will show you stuff. They will mirror stuff back to you if you know how to pay attention. If you can clear your mind of the matote of all the chatter that's going on in your mind, if you can clear that out, which is a practice every teacher should be doing on a regular basis. Every human, but especially if you're going to be a teacher, you have to get that chatter out so that you can clear yourself to see what's there for you to learn from the students and to receive what's there for you to receive from from source, from the universe. So that's what we're here to do. So lift them up. If If you can put them on a trampoline and zing them up into the sky, wave goodbye at them and send them with all your love and watch them fly that's where the magic is
0: that's where the magic is you
1: no know, we gotta we gotta get back to it the goal is not to gain followers you know people get stuck in, and i know some of it is a a, a, a a gray blurring of of business and spirituality because yes in this three in the 3d part of this world yeah to to be a teacher and to get your message out there, there's a certain level of, of business that you engage in. And a, a teacher of mine who I have the utmost respect for and, and very grateful to him being in my life, Jim Fortin, he says, if your intention is to make money, you are going to struggle. And, and it, you're not you're not going to see the success that you want. When you set out, However, when you set out to create expansion and growth for others, the abundance is gonna flow in. You will, you will never be without. So it's a cautionary tale. As when we start seeing people come in, I get how easy it is to be like, okay, now I have them here and they're, my abundance, is, my abundance is being provided for. But if I let them go, what'll happen? the scarcity creeping back in, that's the ego and the fear creeping back in. When we let go of that, knowing that the people that are supposed to be there will be there. And when it's time for them to go, they'll go and and more people will come. Or your, your mission as it is will shift. That may not even be where you need to be anymore. And by keeping yourself in fear of losing these people, you're also potentially keeping yourself stuck. You're not keeping yourself open to the guidance of spirit.
0: It's so important to come from your heart. You know, that is your direct channel. That is where you're going to get your messages. And if you're up here thinking about all those external thoughts, it's not going to happen. The flow comes from here. It comes from your heart.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a dance, right? That's the goal. We're, we're learning to walk in both worlds. And, and we're all going to stumble. We're all going to wake up one day and go, oh, I've been I've been stuck in this rut. And I see it now. Something came along and opened my eyes. And it's not a time to beat yourself up. Because just as we practice non-judgment on others, we need to practice non-judgment on ourselves. It's just an awareness. Oh, I've been stuck in this rut. It's I'm going to shift now because I don't want to be in a rut. I want to grow and I want to learn and I want to create expansion for myself.
0: And sometimes getting out of that rut means you need to take the blinders off and look for new teachers. Yeah. You know, because when, when you evolve, when that spiral path comes around again, new things, new experiences, new people will come into your life because if you are being true to your mission and you are listening to your inner knowing of where you're supposed to be The universe will bring you the experiences. They will bring you the people that are going to help you because the planet wants to heal. Mm -hmm. And those of us who can tap in deeply and listen to the whispers of Mama Gaia, you will be supported. You will be held. You will be protected because you've taught yourself to protect yourself first. The rest will happen. But as Seth said, if you get into that scarcity mindset or the clinging to that one person that you think you have to have on the journey with you, you got to let it all go. You have to let it all go and drop into your channel and trust the steps that are being told to you. The universe will not lie to you. Even if you don't understand it, you still have to take those steps forward and trust your intuition that you are being led
1: our our natural state when we come to this when we come to this earth the spirit's natural state is love divine love unconditional love love without judgment of any sort and it wants to be there we've just blocked it we've blocked the flow of, of energy so when we get out of our own way when we get out of that fear and that scarcity and let go of that judgment then it all just begins to flow but it does require stepping through that fear
0: and opening your eye yes not just your eyes uh your eye
1: yes and when you do that the magic and and it's i know if 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 my brain didn't get in the way of of my my heart i know it's not even magic you know, it it really is all on a on a a level that we can't comprehend with our finite mind. This this infinite potential, it's it's all sense and logic. Like if we could understand that, well, then there would be no challenge, there would be no growth, there would be no learning, and that's what we're here to do. So you have to step with faith, but it's not a blind faith. Like it's not a follow me because I said so. It's a follow your heart because it already knows. Learn to listen to your heart because you already know. You don't have to take blind faith. You just have to be in that faith, faith in yourself, not faith in somebody else that to have all your answers, not, not faith in an organization to get you access to God. It's in you. You are it. That's what your, your soul is. You know we're all unique expressions of the one creator we just have to remember it we got to get rid of all the blocks that we've put up get out of our own way get out of our own ego and do what we can for ourselves and for others when because when it boils down to it when we do for ourselves on a on a loving a divine loving uh, playing field not in a greedy, I want, I want to get mine, I want to get mine. When we, when we do things for our own growth and expansion, we are doing that for the whole dream of the planet because we are all connected. And the inverse of that is when we lift others up, we lift up ourselves and we lift up the entire humanity. So if we can get out of our own way, get out of our own ego, the rocket ship's coming for everybody. It's not just one or two people that can get on this rocket ship and, and, and take off into this, the cosmos of, of unconditional love and, and infinite possibility. We can all go there together. You know, that the hashtag together, we rise is not just a colloquialism. It's a fact.
0: And it's sneaky that our, our minds are sneaky and, you know, there, there's lots of, of, of people out there that are doing the work, we we know that the world is starting to wake up. The shifts are mm-hmm. happening, and you know there are some incredible teachers out there that are doing amazing things. Absolutely. And then um, that sneaky matote, those voices come in your head and say, "Well, I, I, I now now I've done this work. I've I've got this community, and you know I love my teachers so much." Um, But people don't see the sneakiness of still giving their power away. Oh, but, you know, I have to ask first. Um, I can remember somebody messaged me and said, or I had a session with, and they said, you know, I'm looking to start this business and buy this property, but, you know, I need permission from my teachers first. Um,
1: Please, can I be happy and and, uh, chase my dreams? I mean, do you sound how absurd... Do you hear how how absurd that sounds when you say it out loud? Like, can I have your permission to seek my own happiness?
0: So we have to be very careful. Yes, community is great. Mm-hmm. There's a balance between inter, interdependence and codependence. Like you need to that like really make sure you're sitting inside your body once you've done the work and you're in a community that you're still not giving your power away in the name of community
1: right it's it's not just teachers and gurus right this can happen on a on a on a group level where you come together as a group and you become so attached to your own way of of interacting and interacting and to where you're like no see our way is right and you hear the word there do you feel that the difference Versus this is where my heart guides me to be, our way's right, which implies that the way other people are doing it is wrong. And in that judgment, that's where ego comes in. If in your mind you go, well, the way I do it is right, and everybody else is doing it kind of wrong, you're you're already stuck in the trap. It's, the ego has already got you, and, that is, and the practice is going to be getting out of that.
0: And we understand that community is necessary. We're building community ourselves. Absolutely. Right? So there's this Support balance. But there is an awareness that needs to be brought in when you're developing community or holding community or being a part of the community. Everybody has a part to play. You know, like <clears throat> a perfect example is Alcoholics Anonymous. Great organization. It's been around since the dawn of time. And, you know, it has healed many, many, and many the
1: people. The intention of it is is amazing.
0: And I have witnessed, I I worked at a drug and alcohol rehab center where we had two meetings, an NA meeting and an AA meeting every week. And, you know, working there, I'm witnessing it. And, you know, sometimes would sit down and listen just because I was curious. I'd never been in a room like that before. But to hear, there was almost competition as to who had the most horrific story. And somebody that I knew very well was telling his story one day. And then after the meeting, I called him on his bullshit and said, you completely blew your story up to where that wasn't even the truth anymore. Mm -hmm. So the dynamics inside groups also have to be healthy.
1: Yeah. Are you there to support each other or outdo each other?
0: Yeah. And not only outdo each other in the good, like in that AA meeting, I was seeing the outdoing in whose trauma was the worst.
1: Yeah. Well, and it still comes down to this. It's the self-importance piece sneaking in. Just like it can sneak in for a teacher. You know, you get enough people telling you that you're great. The ego goes, see? Listen, they're telling you you're great. You go into... A, an AA meeting, you go into these places to become healed and all you've known, all you've been attached to, your identity has been attached to this trauma. It's who you, it's who you believe you are. And you go in and you share your story and they go, oh man, that's, that's the, you know, that's the most impressive, you know, whatever words they use, that's the most impressive story I've ever heard. Well, and then that, see my story, my story is more traumatic. It's more, see, they told me and then you become attached to that. And then somebody comes in with a story that's even, that that, that tugs at the heartstrings even harder. And then all of a sudden, well, well, now my story's not the most traumatic. Who am I if my story's not the most traumatic? So we we start grasping at these things to try to find our identity. And, and even as much as I, I, I appreciate the intent of AA, They tell you in AA, you are an addict, you will always be an addict and you have to spend the rest of your life fighting that. Well, who says, like we get to choose, right? We get to choose who we wanna be. We can, that part of us, we can have a a death, a spiritual death and be born again in a different way. So not getting so caught up in in the identity of your community, the identity of yourself as a healer or a, a shaman or a guru or your identity as a student, which is another place people will get stuck. Well, I don't have enough. I don't know enough to teach people. I still need to go learn. Says who? There is always somebody that can learn from you. Your teachers should be, and I use the should word, because I know it's dangerous. They should be in a place where they can learn from you. So you are already a teacher, even if you see yourself as a student. So don't get so stuck in these, in these identities, these masks that we wear, that you can't grow and allow others around you to grow.
0: Yeah, because the, the other side of that too is, you know, even as we were looking for authors to um, work with for this new book that we have The Bites of Light Leadership for the Evolving Entrepreneur, you know, the conversations that I'm having with, you know, if I'm reaching out to you, you're a powerful healer and I want you part of this project this is not about the money for me. This is about a certain vibration that I'm looking for people to hit. Mm-hmm. And to have the conversation with with one of the healers that was instrumental in my transformation, say, you know, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a leader, I, I can't do this. And, and just the self-deprecating, um, not acknowledging the gifts, I, I, I actually said, hey, stop being so mean to my teacher. You know and mirroring that you know you're 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 abusing somebody who helped save my life you know so it goes the other way too that sometimes the egos are smashed to the point of broken spirit not healing yeah Right. So so they can't even identify themselves with their gift or they can't even identify what their gifts are anymore because they've been smashed down so hard. So what I'm saying is find the balance. Yes. Being humble is important. Yes. Owning your gifts is important.
1: Equally important.
0: And I think healers who are an advanced level get stuck on that that yeah but i have to be humble well yes and to be powerful is to own your gifts
1: there's a there's a big difference between and, and the difference to the people outside of you is going to be sometimes imperceptible like being um, being humble does not mean denying your your how powerful you are it it all comes down to your heart if in your heart that is a like i'm just acknowledging that i have gifts we all do like i have gifts to share it's when you feel that that gift that that ability to teach makes you in some way better or above that's the ego piece that's when we're getting into ego so saying, I'm a powerful healer and I can change your life. That's not ego. That's just my knowing. I've experienced it. If I say that thinking, and you need me because you sure can't do it on your own. Well, now I'm getting into ego. Like that would be in the ego. So it is It is this, this paradox. It's this fine line. And because we're always projecting our own beliefs onto the world around us even though in your heart you're just standing in confidence other people are going to see it as ego because that's where they're at because they will project their own bullshit onto you and they will see it as well you're just in your you're just an ego and it's a great opportunity to check in like am i is it sneaking in dig down into that a little bit like all right. i don't think so or maybe you do and you go oh you know what? You're right. I, I kind of was getting a little into ego. I'm going to, I'm going to back that up a little bit, but don't be afraid to own that power.
0: And if it is a teacher that's saying it to you, understand that. Yeah. If if you push them hard enough, you will get that shadow aspect and they will subjugate.
1: Yeah. And that's, comes that's right, when, right. you know,
0: it's time to find another teacher. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and even teachers that have very valuable things to share with the world you know we all we're all here learning you know my my philosophy is if we're if we've reached the max and we have nothing else to learn we'll just ascend so if you're still here
0: you're you, not done you have
1: learning to do <laughs> <laughs> if, if you've ascended then you're not here we don't have to worry about it yeah, yeah. no no uh, no concerns no challenges to face yeah so yeah we all have learning and uh like like angel said the, the spiral path we we get this other idea in our head like We've already learned that. I don't, I don't need to deal with that anymore. Well, you've, you've uncovered a layer of it. But as you, as you ascend and it goes up, you come back around and you'll, you'll face it on a new level. And that teacher may not be able to, you may come up to where you're, you are at a spot in that particular facet of, of growth where you are now at the same place they are in their healing journey. And now they might start mirroring back their shadow instead of their light and and that is it's just a a word of caution like when you see that it's not about you it's about them and that's their path and that's their you know that's their you know bullshit to un, unravel and set down It's just and and the biggest thing that i want to get across in this in this episode is don't get so stuck on finding one teacher that has to be the teacher for you forever as a student as a teacher Don't get so stuck on, I need to keep these people here because they need me. There's ego in that. They don't need you. You might have something to offer them, but they don't need you. They can do it on their own. We all have what we need inside of us. It's just helpful to find people that can help, that know how to to open that up, help you do the work to open it up. And then as communities, don't get... So stuck in your dogma, it becomes a dogma within a community. Our way is right. We say it this way. We act this way. We interact this way. And if you step out of that, you'll know. You'll know if your community's there. Because if you start shunning people because they step out of what boundaries you have put up around, well, you've got to do it this way and say it this way, then, then you're there. Your community is at a point where it's become attached to its ideas as a dogma. And you're now judging people who don't fall within those parameters. So being open.
0: And don't be scared to look around. Don't be scared to dip your toes into other communities and take the blinders off. Just take the blinders off and, and look around. It's part of awareness. It's part of the awareness training. Where are you? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. What does your physical location look like? Bring that awareness home and ask yourself some questions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We can uh, we'll go into a whole other episode about in, mm-hmm. the, your inside and your outside and how they're tied together. That's, uh, you know, as within, so without. We'll, we'll get there. But for now, take off the blinders.
0: Take off the blinders and dive deep into your heart. Listen to your heart. Thank you so much for joining yes. us today.
1: And go with all of my love
0: all of our love. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a ratings and review. Hey, did you know that both Angel and Seth have books coming out in 2023? Stay tuned and follow us on all social media platforms at Bytes of Light. B-Y-T-E-S-O-F. L-I-G-H-T. Thanks again, and we look forward to sharing space with you again soon.